Good morning. We wish to welcome each and every one of you to the house of the Lord this morning. As you are aware, there are are, uh, several families out for this holiday weekend. Some are preaching, etc., some with family obligations. Even though we're few in number, we still delight in this wonderful service known to us as the sacrament service. Again, I say, we welcome you all to this service in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Redeemer. We pray that you have been praying for our brother Tom, who is to give the uh, sacrament address this morning. We just pray that we could worship him in spirit and in truth today. There will be a change in the bulletin. Brother Tony will be offering the prayers over the bread and the wine. From section 76 of the Doctrine and Covenants, Joseph and Sidney had this experience, this most unique and wonderful experience many years ago. And Brother Joseph recorded these words, And again we bear record, for we saw and heard, and this is the testimony of the gospel of Christ concerning them who come forth in the resurrection of the just. They are they who received the testimony of Jesus and believed on his name and were baptized after the manner of his burial, being buried in the water in his name, and this according to the commandment which he has given, that by keeping the commandments they might be washed and cleansed from all their sins and receive the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands of him who is ordained and sealed unto this power, and who overcome by faith and are sealed by that Holy Spirit of promise, which the Father sheds forth upon all those who are just and true, They are they who are the church of the firstborn. They are they into whose hands the Father has given all things. Would you turn with us now to hymn number 195.
that we could come today. That we might come together today setting those many concerns aside of the world that are ever present. And that we might come with the singleness of purpose to remember, to remember your Son, Jesus Christ, to remember what He has done for all of us and all your creation, to remember how it is that He has shown us the way in which we are to walk. I pray, O God, that you might shed your spirit amongst us today, that it might truly guide and lead and direct us, that it might resonate in the hearts of your people as we soften our hearts and open our minds to hear you speak through that spirit, and that our brother Tom might be enlightened by that same good spirit, and together we might unite and learn of your ways and to learn of your promises as we remember the love you have shown through your Son. Bless our endeavor today to honor you and to praise you and to cherish all that you provide. Bless our endeavors now, we ask, in the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. We know that we are all God's creation, and He is a just and merciful God. But that being said, we also know that we don't share equal means in this world. Our uniqueness often separates us from each other. Some have been been blessed with many talents that uh, few of us have. And some even have skills that we will never have. Some struggle struggle with even their health. And that limits their ability to acquire their means to sustain them. The list is very long. And with these unique attributes among us, we find those today who have not always used their skill and their God-given talents with... uh, I should say, in the most prudent way. Sometimes circumstances beyond their means and control perhaps have hindered them and as well. But, and they struggle, we know, for the necessities of life. We know that we are admonished to feed the sick, feed the hungry, to, to, uh, to clothe the naked, and to visit the sick and the afflicted. These are things that we can all do, but do we always do them as we should? At this moment in time in our service, we have opportunity, though, to give back but a small portion of what we've been blessed with. And at this time, I would 
Have you considered what you might do to help those less fortunate? Shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, we have opportunity now to give back just a small portion of the blessings that we each have received from your hand. For we know that all good things come from you and that we are given the opportunity now to share just a bit of those things that we know that we must. Help us to be mindful of that as we reach forth our hand today and, and offer those, uh, a portion of those blessings. And may they be used wisely for those who have, have need. And grant us always the ability to uh, have the means to sustain ourselves and be willing to share that which we have is our prayer now. And I ask in the precious name of Christ, our Lord and Savior, amen. Good morning. I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, Extend that greeting that uh, our presider, Steve, gave. This morning we have the emblems before us, emblematic of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, His body, His blood, the life that He lived for us as an example and a testimony, and what a life that was. Not only the life he lived, but how he died, and how he came to life again. And we too have that same promise, that if we follow in his steps, that we will too have eternal life. 
And this ordinance is part of that. It's part of that power of godliness that comes from our Heavenly Father, that gift of His Son unto us. I'd like to read uh, from 3 Nephi, chapter 8, verses 28 and through 43. This is our Lord serving the sacrament to the Nephites in America. And it says, And it came to pass that Jesus commanded his disciples that they should bring forth some bread and wine unto him. And while they were gone for bread and wine, he commanded that the multitude, that they should sit themselves down upon the earth. And when the disciples had come with bread and wine, he took of the bread and brake and blessed it and gave unto his disciples and commanded that they should eat. And when they had eaten and were filled, he commanded that they should give unto the multitude. And you're all very familiar with this uh, process. We do it once a month. It says, And when the multitude had eaten and were filled, he said unto the disciples, Behold, there shall be one ordained among you, and to him will I give power, that he shall break bread and bless it, and give it unto the people of my church, and unto all those who believe and be baptized in my name. And this shall ye always observe to do, even as I have done, even as I have broken bread and blessed it and given it unto you. And this shall ye do in remembrance of my body, which I have shown you. And it shall be a testimony unto the Father that ye do always remember me. And if ye do always remember me, you shall have my spirit to be with you. And it came to pass that when he had said these words, he commanded his disciples that they should take of the wine and of the cup and, and uh, drink of it. And, they, and, they that, and that they should also give unto the multitude that they might drink of it. And it came to pass that they did so and did drink and were filled. And they gave unto the multitude and they did drink and were filled. And when the disciples had done this, Jesus said unto them, Blessed are ye. For this thing which ye have done, for this is fulfilling of my commandments. And it doth witness unto the Father that ye are willing to do that which I have commanded you. And this shall ye always do unto those who repent and are baptized in my name. And ye shall do it in remembrance of my blood which I have shed for you. That ye may witness unto the Father that ye do always remember me. And if ye do always remember me, you shall have my spirit to be with you. And I give on you a commandment that you shall do these things. And if you shall always do these things, blessed are ye, for ye are built upon my rock. But whoso among you shall do more or less than these are not built upon my rock, but are built upon a sandy foundation. And when the rains descend and the floods come and the winds blow and beat upon them, they shall fall. And the gates of hell are already open to receive them. Therefore, blessed are ye, if ye shall keep my commandments, which the Father hath commanded me, that I should give unto you. And so in these um, verses, we have here where it says that we remember remembrance of his body, which he has shown unto us. And uh, the remembrance of this is that when we remember him, he sends his spirit to be with us. 
And when we partake of the sacrament of the bread, it says in the prayer that when we remember him and keep his commandments, um, that he would send his spirit to be with us. And so, in a sense, what these prayers are saying as we read them, they're confirming to us in our hearts and minds our belief in Christ, that as we live our daily life in Christ and keep his commandments, when we come and partake of this bread and wine, of course, part of those commandments is being baptized, which is a prerequisite to be able to partake in the Lord's Supper, but also to repent. We come here repentant of those things that we have fallen short. I know this week has been very trying for me. It's uh, interesting, Brother Steve sent me a text saying that he was praying for me, and I was very thankful for that. But this whole week has been just a disaster for me. The devil is working hard on me the whole week, trying to draw my attention away, trying to take my focus on other things, trying to get me frustrated. And he had some success, I'll have to admit. And I come with prayer in my heart and forgiveness for the things that I felt in those frustrations. And so this ordinance, when we partake of the bread, we're witnessing unto the Heavenly Father that we're willing to take upon us the name of Christ. And in doing so, we have to live an exemplary life because we don't want to be a poor witness for our Heavenly Father and His Son. But He also promises us that His Spirit will be with us and that He will continue to send His Spirit to be with us. And this is in harmony with him, us, for taking the bread and keeping the commandments. It's in harmony if we're not, if we, as it says in Nephi, where it, where it talks about being baptized, if we do it with hypocrisy, not really having a desire in faith and having the desire to repent and to change, then it availeth nothing. It's almost as in Moroni where it says we offer a gift but not with real intent. And so we take upon him his name, And we come forth with real intent, with a desire to serve Him. And so therefore, when we reach forth to partake, we are showing that we are in harmony with that Spirit, that we will be willing to keep His commandments till the next time we come before His table once again. We will be willing to take upon us His name and live a life that is exemplary of the church of Christ. There's two uh, there's two sacraments that were held here in the scriptures in Third Nephi. The first sacrament was when he asked the disciples to go retrieve some bread and wine, while he had the multitude be seated. The second sacrament, which is in Third Nephi chapter nine, again we have this experience. It says. And he commanded them that they should arise and stand upon their feet. And they arose and stood upon their feet. Now, right before this, he, the disciples, Christ had left, and the disciples baptized as they were commanded to do. They baptized the members. They baptized each other. And in this experience, they had a great outpouring of the Holy Ghost, fire in the Holy Ghost. So they had this wonderful experience, just marvelous. And then the Lord appears while this is going on. And while he, when he comes on the scene, 
he uh, commands them not to stop praying in their hearts. And they arose and stood up upon their feet. And it came to pass that they break bread again and blessed it and gave to the disciples to eat. And when they had eaten, he commanded them that they should break bread and give it to the multitude. And when they had given unto the multitude, he also gave them wine to drink and commanded them that they should give unto the multitude. And then it says, and now there had been no bread, neither wine brought by the disciples, neither by the multitude, but he did truly give unto them bread to eat and also wine to drink. And he said unto them, he that eateth this bread eateth of my body to his soul. And he that drinketh this wine drinketh of my blood to his soul. And his soul shall never thirst, but shall be filled. Now when the multitude had all eaten and drunk, behold, they were filled with the Spirit, and did cry out with one voice, and gave glory to Jesus, whom they both saw and heard. And it came to pass that when they had all given glory unto Jesus, he said unto them, Behold, now I finish the commandment which my Father hath commanded me concerning this people who are a remnant of the house of Israel. And so we see that they had a second sacrament, which there was some time between that one and the first. But this time they were fed from heaven. He truly gave them bread and wine. It wasn't of a, I believe, of a temporal nature, but it was of a spiritual nature. And they had a tremendous experience before this and when, when they had it. One of the things that uh, I feel is important, and Brother Denny read a scripture this morning about coming before the Lord with a broken heart and a contrite spirit. And um, I was, he referred to a different scripture than I'm going to share with you at this moment. But um, 3 Nephi 49 through 50, uh, chapter 4, it says, And ye shall offer for a sacrifice unto me a broken heart and a contrite spirit. And whoso cometh unto me with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, him will I baptize with fire and with the Holy Ghost, even as the Lamanites, because of their faith in me, at the time of their conversion, were baptized with fire and with the Holy Ghost. And so we have this promise that if we come repentant, and I feel that that's what that is saying, telling us, that we come in a repentant attitude, um, willing to humble ourselves in the depths of humility, that we might receive this great blessing. And that uh, it's part of what uh, Brother Steve was sharing in the class uh, last week, if you were there, about sacrifice that this sacrifice is the sacrifice that the Lord wants. Previously in that scripture he talks about he will no longer accept the sacrifice of um, animals and so forth. But the only sacrifice he wants is the sacrifice of that of a broken heart and a contrite spirit, which I feel partly the spirit has to be a part of that with us because it's by the spirit which enlightens our minds to see where we fall short, to see where we're not meeting up to the Lord and what he requires of us. And we come to realize this, I feel, as we strive to keep the commandments. As you and I strive to keep the commandments, we see where we fall short. And we know and we need the Lord's help all through this. 
And I feel like this is a wonderful promise that he doesn't expect us to do this alone. He never has. And he wants us to help us. And if we look at um, also talking about uh, our sacraments and our offerings unto the Lord in section 59, 2D through 3, he talks about prayer and fasting and sacraments. And Brother Joe last week preached on prayer and fasting and how important that is. Um, And I know that's something that I have struggled with in my life for the last three or four years. I've been having a hard time with fasting. And maybe it's where I place my focus. Um, But it says, Thou shalt thank the Lord thy God in all things. Thou shalt offer a sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in righteousness, even that of a broken heart and a contrite spirit. And that thou mayest fully keep thyself unspotted from the world, thou shalt go to the house of prayer and offer up thy sacraments upon my holy day. For verily this is a day appointed unto you to rest from your labors and to pay thy devotions unto the Most High. Nevertheless, thy vows shall be offered up in righteousness on all days and at all times. But remember that on the Lord's day thou shalt offer thine oblations in thy sacraments unto the Most High, confessing thy sins unto the brethren and before the Lord. And on this day thou shalt do none other thing, only let thy food be prepared with singleness of heart, that thy fasting may be perfect, or in other words, that thy joy may be full. Verily this is fasting and prayer, in other words, rejoicing in prayer. And so we, when we fast, and we sacrifice. I was listening to a sermon by Brother Zizi Renfro. I've heard it, and my kids listen to him. Uh, my boys like to listen to him. And I've heard that testimony over and over again. That when his mother said, when we sacrificed, we were so richly blessed that it didn't seem much like a sacrifice after that. And so the Lord will bless us with an outpouring of his spirit if we are willing and desirous to draw closer to Him and to sacrifice. And when we sacrifice through obedience to the commandments of God, that's the sacrifice that He desires of us. There are those who sacrifice different things for different reasons, but they don't require obedience to God's commandments. When it requires obedience to God's commandments, that's the truest sacrifice we could offer. For then we are walking in the steps of our Lord and Savior and our Master. In closing, I'd like to share with you from the uh, uh, brother Apostle John and First John words that he has that I feel are just... First John, we know that he was the apostle that tarried. And we know he had a wonderful testimony and we read his material that he left for us his testimony of Jesus. And he says this of of our Lord. He says, Brethren, this is the testimony which we give of that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen, with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and with our hands have handled of the word of life. They, They saw the Lord Jesus. They saw him in his earthly form. They saw him in his resurrected form. They saw him. They handled him. They beheld the prints of the nails in his hands and in his feet. And it says, For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. 
That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you that your joy may be full.
Our Father who art in heaven, we count it a great joy and privilege to gather here this day in this your house. This house has been set aside to worship thee and on this day to remember thy son Jesus Christ. And Father, we are so grateful and thankful the love that you have for us, that you were willing to offer up thy only begotten Son, that we might have that hope in a greater day, even that uh, to spend with thee in eternity. And Father, so we're thankful for that gift. And Father, as uh, our responsibilities, may we remember our covenant that we have made with thee, May we live it each day. May we always remember thy son and keep his commandments so we can have thy spirit to be with us. And so it is, Father, as we pronounce this benediction upon this service. May you place a hedge around your people this week. May you help them to fight off the fiery darts of the adversary the darkness of this world that would like to overcome each one. May you be that light for them. May you be in front of them and behind them. And Father, we know we have an advocate in thy Son, Jesus Christ. And it is his name we pray. Amen.